Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Well, Brad, you remember how we were talking about whether or not Soul would be uh, released uh, in Premier Access? Yeah, I do. I remember a lot of the we did. We spent a lot of time discussing that. Well. Uh, the answer is no. It is just coming to Disney Plus, <laughs> and no premiere access, no nothing. Uh, it's just available on Christmas. So this is just weird to me. Yeah, this is very surprising. Like, and and, and a good weird because now I don't have to. You know, we we went. You know, talk so much about what would be the dollar amount where we'd be willing to do it, and where did we see Disney doing? Like, I would have never. None of my my guesses would have been they're just going to put it on Disney Plus, and I I just I'm I'm astounded by this honestly because I feel like of the of the two movies like just from a because one of them is a is animated and one of them is not like mm-hmm. this would be the movie that you would put on Premier Access because it would have the most opportunity to pull people in. And like now, how does because after Mulan, like I'm assuming there is VOD, um, you know, and, and and digital purchase things that have to be met, and like how happy are they going to be when it's on Disney Plus from day? Like this is not a direct to DVD sequel or something, right? This is a major Pixar release from everything that we have seen prior, you know, up to this point. That was, I mean, these Pixar movies are two to three years in the making. Like, this isn't something that they started at the beginning of the year. This is something that they were working on in probably 2018 for a theatrical 2020 release. And they have pivoted here at the very end to release it just on Disney+. Plus. Now, I wonder, because... Last week, you know, when we were talking about Mulan, I was wondering if it was always going to be on VOD and stuff because of if it had been or because if it had been released theatrically, that was the the day and date for those things. And so they're having to, you know, hold up their end of these contracts. And I wonder if Soul's the same thing because it was supposed to come out relatively at the, you know, not the same time, but but pretty close to when Mulan was supposed to come out. And I'm wondering if Soul is going to be the same thing where they have these dates. And I don't know if they're relative dates, you know, to when the movie is, quote, released, or if they're, you know, hard dates that they have to meet. But if they're going to have to go through this VOD, uh, uh, what, meeting the, the, the terms of the contract with that as well, because... I mean, if all you want to do is see Soul, uh, it would, you know, Disney's putting themselves in this weird position where if somebody wants to see it and it's $20 to buy on iTunes and $5.99 to rent it, but it's only $6.99 to get a whole month of Disney Plus, then, like, I think most people, if they, if they're conscientious about that and they understand you know the cost of of stuff i mean it's kind of a no-brainer to just go pay for pay the extra buck or whatever and get a whole month of disney plus 
and you know then hopefully disney's hoping you'll convert and pay them for you know the rest of time for you know monthly for disney plus so if they're going to have to do these vod dates uh the same way that mulan seems to you know be having to that could be very interesting for disney plus subscriptions you know there may be a, a big old a big peak of disney plus in december of people who just want to see soul and well might as well get a, a month yeah so the the i don't think i don't think that any of the vod stuff uh is the reason for this and my my argument for that is disney has pushed quite a few other films right like black widow got pushed mm -hmm. you know what further down this year and now i think it's been pushed all the way till next year um west side story got pushed for a full year um you know so there there have been a couple of things that disney has pushed and black widow was pretty close when they pushed it the first time it was pretty close when they went ahead and announced now it's going to be next year so if they're you know any of those sort of like contracts if they were in place for for you know for soul they would have been in place for that as well um i well, just and that's why I, i'm wondering if it if they're relative you know like mulan was released on x on day x and day x plus 30 you have to release it on bod and yeah, so but wonder, then why i wonder if soul is you know going to be on january 25th it's on bod but then why would you release like this is this is what still keeps like blowing my mind is why would you keep why why would you release soul like why would you not just push it you know i get i get that you cannot do a a cinematic release at this point right like right there are there are theaters that are shutting back down right now um the ones that are open are not seeing a lot of people coming in because uh, a lot of people are still allergic to the outside and i i am one of those people um but like i just i i feel like this this seemed and i and i know that there that a lot of people would have said this about mulan too but this to me seemed like a movie that you know could have been in contention for uh emmys and you know like that's like that's the expectation of a pixar movie to me anyway it's you know it, unless it's like a a cars two or a uh you know planes fire and rescue like there there are some of those follow-ups that you're like okay i get what the purpose of this film is um but this is a this is a new like the the average everything about this movie said this is a movie that they are that they have a lot of faith in and they expect to be a really big movie at least to me yeah, I don't know if I agree with that because I I know nothing about Soul. Like nothing. I don't know what the plot is. I I do not know anything about that movie. And I I've I'm a fairly regular moviegoer uh and and like movie person and I just didn't see that much advertising for it. And I don't know if that's just cuz I wasn't watching for it or what, but I like I uh, soul feels to me like a i don't know like a a wally -E type of kind of experimental film like where they're just trying something new uh but i don't know i i don't know i don't know where i've been missing all of the soul news because i have not seen it anywhere 
So I feel like I've seen the I have seen trailers for Soul or I did see trailers for Soul way back when. And they were they were like the very short trailers that gave you, you know, that that really weren't giving you a lot yet. But that's like the that that to me is kind of the way you do things now. Sure. A teaser. Yeah. You tease a little bit here. You tease a little bit there. And I don't know, like the only thing I know about this movie is what the what the uh, main character looks like. Yeah. But like six months out, three months out, that's when you really start to to like that's when you go with like the extended preview sort of trailers and stuff like that. Right. Right. And where was soul at that point? Like as a regular movie goer, were you going to a lot of movies, you know, three months ago? I don't think you were. <laughs> no. There was, there was nowhere to go. So I, I don't, but what leads you to believe that they think this is going to be huge? I, because it's a, I quite honestly, because it is a Pixar movie that is not a sequel. Like, I don't think Disney, I don't think that they take lightly Pixar movies. And even, even something like, you you know, the, the Wally, right? Like that is prototypical to me of the sort of movie that you want to release so that it, it can qualify for Emmys and things like that. Because those sorts of movies like that, is, you know, even, even if you're kind of questioning whether or not they're going to be uh, taken in by the your average viewer they're definitely you know that that movie was was set up perfectly to 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 work for emmys and stuff like that yeah so i don't i don't know this is this whole thing blew me away when i saw it like i saw i saw it when you put it in the the show notes right like soul coming to disney plus and i'm like all right well let me click on this and see what it and it's like i'm sitting here reading through it and i'm like so where's the where's the number where you know how or or like an estimate of the or a guess of the number and then i'm like oh just on disney plus on christmas day what the heck that's so funny because i read the thing and i was like yeah that makes sense that that sounds about right for this one um that this 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 more obscure you know i don't know what the word i'm trying to think of it's not a i don't know it just feels like a more obscure like not for everybody necessarily kind of movie. Um, oh man, if I can think of that word I'm looking for, but I don't know. I, I read this niche? and I was like, yeah, niche. yes, yes, niche. It, it seems like a lot more of a, of, a, of a niche kind of movie. And so when I read this story, I was like, yep, yeah, that sounds about right to me because this will get this niche movie in front of everybody instead of just people who know they want to see it, who will pay, you know, 30 bucks for it. I don't know. You and you and I... I guess had totally different takes on this because I, uh, I, I liked the idea of what I was seeing from the trailers and everything and what I had read about this movie. And even more so like it, it, it's pretty easy to sell me on the fact that it's a Pixar movie to, to give me, uh, you know, pretty high hopes for it. Sure. Because I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, you and I have talked about, you know, the good dinosaur, right? Or, you know, so yes. like not everything that gets like not everything that we have high expectations for is knocked out of the park. But I would say even things that don't get knocked out of the park are are still pretty darn good movies, you know? Right. Yeah. So I was lis- or I was listening to a podcast earlier about uh, they were talking about Tenet 
and how Chris Nolan, you know, released it in theaters and he probably should have waited. But one of the hosts of the show I was listening to, you know, was saying, Chris Nolan, all you have to do is tell me Chris Nolan directed a movie and I'll go see it. Like I, I'm, I'm in line already. Uh, and there's directors, you know, for me who I don't, I don't care what the movie is. You don't have to tell me anything about the plot. I don't want to see a trailer. I'll just go see him. Chris Nolan's one of those for me. Um, uh, Brad Bird is another one for me. I'll, I'll pretty much go see anything Brad Bird makes because he's great. But Pixar is one of those for me where I will, I'm really don't care what the plot is or what the, uh, you know, what the trailer's like. If it's, if Pixar's putting it out, I'll go see it. Uh, and, and yeah, Pixar doesn't have, I would say the Pixar does not have a lot of high highs, but they also don't have a lot of low lows. They, they ride the middle 80% pretty pretty well, the middle 75, 80% pretty regularly. Uh, but yeah, if it's a Pixar film, I mean, I'm going to see it and I don't really care what the, what the plot is because I don't, I don't need any further, uh, incentive to go and see a Pixar movie. I'm just going to go see it based on the pedigree. Um, I just thought it was funny that you and I had such different expectations for that movie. Well, and, and you talk about directors. I mean, this one is being directed by Pete Doctor, who was the director on Monsters, Inc., Up, Inside Out. Like, those are those are the mm-hmm. three prior to Salt. Like, that's a pretty darn good pedigree. Because, for sure. you know, for sure. we, can, we can talk about the lows and highs of Pixar. I think all of those movies definitely hit in the highs of Pixar. Yep. So, like, like I said, I, I have very high expectations for this movie. I am very surprised about the way that they did this. Um, but you know, I'm not, I'm not sad about it because I've got my Disney plus, uh, for at least another year or something. I don't know. I, heck even, even when that, you know, initial three years or whatever I bought runs out, I'm going to keep, going to keep clicking that subscribe button. So, um, yeah, that, that, that works for me, I guess. I, I will be interested to see what does this do to, you know, and, and we we've talked about this with Mulan, but what does this do for like not just video on demand, but actual physical releases? Because there are still people who are who are getting physical releases of these movies. Yeah. Like when does when That's does weird. it come out for physical release? Because, you know, you can you can go into you can go into stores and everything or, you know, if you, you can still do like curbside delivery or you can even, you know, order it off Amazon or whatever and have it shipped. But like not everybody has high speed Internet available at their house or even if they have Internet, does they don't have the band like the U.S. is not set up for a digital only lifestyle. Um, which is a which is a whole other conversation that you know you and I've gotten into before when it comes to gaming and all sorts of things like that. But like in my mind, we are just we're not there yet for a digital only lifestyle. And so I'm I'm curious that you know if if Christmas Day is when this thing comes out on Disney Plus, when does it when does it come out for for physical release? How long do you have to wait before you can get your uh, your Soul Blu-ray or whatever? So if they don't have a contract with the theater, I can't see why it wouldn't be the same day. Exactly. Exactly. So is that going to be like, and that's, that's what I'm kind of curious about the whole thing with it's, you know, 90 days after theatrical 
release or whatever is because they have contracts with theaters that they can't, you know, offer it any other way while it's in a theater for a certain window after it releases. But if it's not going to a theater, then yeah, put it out on digital. Who cares? Like at that point, Disney's making all the money because it's on, it's a Disney film on their streaming service and, or you're buying a Disney disc or you're, you know, whatever, getting, getting it from VOD and Disney's getting the money for that. So at that point, like release everything all at once, open the floodgates and say, you know, give me the money. And that's what I would expect them to do. But yet again, Mulan, which is the other movie that we have to go on is still like a physical release eventually. Maybe we think. Like I don't think I've I don't think I've heard a hard have you heard heard a hard no. date for them yet? There's got to be some con- some weird contractual thing though. Like I don't I have I don't know what it could be. I don't have any guesses on what it could be, but there's got to be some weird contract thing they have for Mulan. Or maybe maybe the maybe that whole, you know, X days after theatrical release means that uh they can't do it because there's never been a theatrical release <laughs> i mean i don't i don't know this this whole thing is is just odd to me i don't mm-hmm. know i i'm actually like real time as we're discussing this trying to find any information and i'm still not seeing any like solid information about the mulan release date which uh, doesn't doesn't bode well for for solo either so i hope that everybody listening has a uh, has a Disney Plus subscription or is planning on buying digitally? Doesn't doesn't want to own their media. Well, in sadder news, um, well, hopefully not sadder, but it makes me sad. Fantasmic uh, is still drained. Months have gone by, and they have not refilled the the uh, moat in the Fantasmic Theater. And now I'm starting to f- ask why. Like they don't seem to be doing any kind of construction from all the like photos that are being taken it's just sitting there dry <laughs> so i feel like there there are two ways to go about this yeah these 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 most recent photos um that that bio reconstruct put out there uh, it's it's odd um but there so like there's the one side of things which is stuff like water screws up stuff right like sure and it gets stagnant if it's not being circulated and stuff like right and so maybe it was cheaper to get rid of the water but as much as water screws stuff up stuff that's designed to be underwater not underwater for extended periods of time also doesn't always do super well you know like if you've got hosing and stuff like that it it dries out it cracks I, i mean pumps that are used to make water displays and stuff they have right gaskets and seals and stuff that need to you know stay wet yeah so i don't know i mean quite honestly like whatever was going to happen at this point it's it's been down for so long it wouldn't surprise me if all that was going to have to be replaced anyway they would just be like look we can't we can't super trust any of that stuff anymore um so maybe that's what it is they're like if we're gonna have to replace it anyway let's save the money where we can and not have all this other stuff going on with it um 
that is the uh what that is the optimistic view of it the yeah. other view which is the one that i don't really want to think about is yeah that's just not going to happen anymore so we ain't paying to we ain't paying to run a bunch of water through it i can't think about that one because the last time claire and i went to phantasmic it broke halfway through and we didn't get to finish it and if that's the last time we get to see phantasmic i'm going to be very upset yeah and that would i so here I, here's what i'll say that's my pessimistic view like or or the the worst case scenario i guess more so because i don't i don't actually ascribe to that view and my biggest reason for not ascribing to that view is i don't see disney putting phantasmic out like that like i don't see disney ending phantasmic like that I see Disney making a big to do about the ending of Fantasmic, you know, number one, because it's been something that's that's been going on for a long time. And, you know, I, I could talk about all of the, you know, what all the really good things and all the feeling. But quite honestly, at the end of the day, it's money. There's a lot of money to be made by saying, hey, don't forget, you know, Fantasmic's final season. And we know that Disney loves doing that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I I think that, you know, just the fact that they didn't get a chance to do that should give you some hope. Uh, because, and, and here's the thing. I also don't, I feel like we would have heard s some rumblings about, like, another plan. Like, if they had something, you know, like, we knew about Harmonious well before. <laughs> yeah illuminations was going anywhere we haven't heard you know we've heard we've heard rumors that disney is looking at replacing phantasmic but we've been hearing that for years right. um and, and we heard the same thing about illuminations for years and then we started hearing about harmonious and then you know we heard that it was actually yes that is legitimately going to happen so since we haven't heard anything about you know a new show or you know reusing that for some ride or, or whatever I I'm still I'm still in the camp that says Phantasmic comes back, but this is probably just the most efficient way to keep that place right now because otherwise everything gets stanky and they don't want to have to run all that stuff all the time with nobody there. So. And what you said what you said makes sense. The uh you know it it cuts down on maintenance costs if you drain the thing because. Yeah, so the water can cause issues and and mildew and stuff like that, and it it does make sense for it to you know probably cheaper in the long run to drain it. But man, every time I see the you know drained lake, I'm just a little I get a little bit sad. Well, at least you aren't like I'm. I'm regularly looking at bio reconstruct stuff where he's posting pictures of Epcot in you know various amounts of dis you know of oh look now this has been torn out now this has been torn out and yeah oh at gosh. least you're not having to see it torn apart so. electric umbrella man i saw those photos of just like just destruction mm -hmm. yep destruction and devastation all over the place but I, I and you know we it i knew it was coming but it's still rough to actually see it in practice so I don't I don't know I don't I could always be wrong but I don't think that's what we're going to see for Fantasmic uh, anytime soon and the other thing that we should think about here is you know as we as we talk about comparing the cost of you know 
what happens when stuff dries out versus the cost of running stuff. The cost to put everything back together, even if it involves replacing gaskets and hoses and whatever else you have to do when it's been drained for a while, to some extent is a fixed and known cost. Mm -hmm. The cost to keep it to keep running and keep everything up to, you know, keep everything inspected during the shutdown is an unknown cost because you don't know when you're going to turn it back on. Right. And so I wonder if some of that didn't, you know, it's just like, look, here's, here's the break even point. What do we think the chances are that we'll be, you know, able to, to, to use this again by the break even point. Okay. Yeah. That percentage is low enough. Let's just go ahead and, and shut it down for right now. Yep. That makes sense. Hey, what if they made a movie, uh, about space mountain? <laughs> That was such a smooth segue, man. You're you're getting really good at this. I'm glad that speaking however many years into this we are. Speaking of empty space, what if they made a movie about Space Mountain? Now that that was a quality segue right there. Now you, I like it. You are bringing the heat. Space Mountain movie. Oh gosh, I just I don't know what so, to say about this so you sent this you put this link in our show notes and it said another disney theme park ride is getting the movie treatment and i took that as we're adding ip to another theme park ride and then i clicked on the link and i saw that it was space mountain and i was like what ip are they putting in space mountain and then i read further and saw that it was the other way around where they're gonna make a movie out of space mountain effectively making space mountain the ip but um yeah i was like hmm what would you i mean this is the same issue with trying to make a movie out of haunted mansion you end up with you end up making a space movie and not a no, movie I about think, sp but space mountain doesn't have any lore it's a well, roller coaster inside that's, that's what i that's why that's why i'm saying no because like it is hard enough to make a movie about Haunted Mansion, but Haunted Mansion at least has somewhat of a story. Now, whether or not you choose to use any of that story in your movie, that's up to you. But there is there there are some things that you can use from that. I don't know what you use from Space Mountain. There there are like what there are three set pieces in that other than other than roller coaster, mm -hmm. right? Because there is like the 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 lift hill there is the the red tunnel there there is there like one tunnel that you go i don't even know right now but like there's just there's nothing to space and like even even coming up to you know like in the queue there isn't a you know like a whole story that you're getting you don't know why you're getting on a rocket you're just getting on a rocket it's like it's it's like tourism Almost. Yes. Everything yeah, about and, that is like come tour space. And I have no problem with that as an as an attraction, but I just have no idea what you're supposed to do to turn that into a to turn that into a movie. Right. So I don't like this this one blew my I feel like if you would have given me you know, after a certain number of guesses, of course I get there because there's only so many attractions. But I would let's say if you gave me five guesses, I don't know that I would have gotten to Space Mountain. And I don't know. There might even only be five non-IP attractions to guess from. <laughs> Tiki Tiki Room. The Tiki Room 
you could I feel like you could make a movie about the Tiki Room before you could make a movie about Space Mountain. Yeah, I think I agree. So I I don't I have no like and and please note, I'm not saying this is going to be a bad movie. I will be very interested to see how you make it a Space Mountain movie and not a movie a space movie that you that you shoehorned the name Space Mountain onto and called it a day. I wonder if it's going to be like a Tomorrowland type movie. You know, where like there's some something special about the building or something. I don't know. They did. They said know. what family adventure movie is what they were going for. <sighs> I don't know. That's a, but but okay. So the other side of that, you said you said you thought it was IP in Space Mountain, and that one is super easy. Wally, I'm. I don't want it. I don't want it. But if you want to know what IP goes in Space Mountain, it's Wally. Yeah, well, I guess you could do it in the queue. I mean, there's just really nothing you could do in the attraction without dark. Well, but that's okay. So that's that. But I don't even I don't even know about that. Like you can light up, but that you could add set pieces into the attraction the same as you do with like uh, rock and roller coaster. And Ghost Galaxy has set pieces in the attraction, too. Yeah. So so that could be that could be done. Um, it would be interesting, you know. I think you you kind of have like an Incredicoaster sort of sort of thing. I I would think something more like that than say um, Slinky Dog Dash, you know. Yeah. Because Slinky Dog Dash doesn't really like I I I would anticipate you wanting to tell some sort of story, but I I don't know what that would be. But yeah, it's it's gonna be Wally. That's uh, <laughs> and you know what though, that's something I didn't even think about. Maybe we should be getting 110% behind the Space Mountain movie, Jeremy, and hoping the Space Mountain movie is a huge hit. Because the only way that we don't end up with some kind of random IP in Space Mountain is for Space Mountain to become its own IP. As if it's a hit movie. Is it like when you have a novel and then they make a movie from the novel and then the cover of the novel turns into the poster from the movie? Oh, that's that. Yeah, that. Well, do they do they make the Space Mountain movie? It becomes extremely successful, and then they change Space Mountain to be the movie Space Mountain. <laughs> I direct you to Johnny Depp in Pirates of the oh, Caribbean. Yeah. I guess I, so. I, yep. I actually, I let me let me just kind of let me just be straight and say, yeah, I I have no issue with with it. I like I like the the Johnny Depp anima, audio animatronic in in Pirates. Um, but you're right. That's exactly what they would do. I mean, I think that's going to happen with any of these. There's there's been a rumor about a Haunted Mansion reboot. You know, I honestly believe that if that Haunted Mansion movie had somehow taken off the old one, we would have seen, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy showing up in some scenes in the Haunted Mansion. I don't know how that would have worked. Like maybe the maybe the caretaker in the graveyard would have suddenly become Eddie Murphy. I can't do none of these go. You know, like I who who's to say, but. Like they would somehow fit it, or maybe maybe he would be the one who's like trying to get out of the out of the coffin. I, I don't I don't even remember that movie. So. I think I think <laughs> clearly. <laughs> I like I like how I, I like how I basically just meshed an Eddie Murphy and like any like ghost. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I can't do voices. Okay, that's yeah. that's my problem. <laughs> He would. Uh, it would have to be some sort of audio narration if they were going to do that on Haunted Mansion or on Space Mountain for that matter. Like without a major revamp of 
what Space Mountain is. It's a it's a roller coaster that's in the dark. If they want to put set pieces and change this somehow without a major like redo of uh, like adding lights and set pieces and and stuff. And again, if you have ever watched a video of Space Mountain in the in the light, you know, with the lights on, there is not a lot of room in there to add. Yeah, to be stuff putting like really in, really involved set pieces or anything. No, that's. That's not going to happen. It is a, it's not a, I was going to say spaghetti bowl. That If you want to see a spaghetti bowl, go watch a video of uh, of uh, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster in, with the lights on. That thing is just a big old random ball of track with an entrance and an exit. Like, it, Rock and Roller Coaster scares me way more than Space Mountain does with the when when you see just what that track looks like but nah nah space mountain way for for me space mountain lights on way more scary than rock and now i haven't done either one in person but like watching videos and stuff i i look at the space mountain videos and i'm like no no i and i i've seen the rock and roller ones but i get what you're saying but no i i think space mountain way more because it's just like compressed so much but uh, you know we say there's that. just no room. There's no room in there for for like put a projector screen here or, you know, install some kind of a diorama no, thing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know? it's all going to it's all going to have to be very small. Fa- like, again, like in Credit Coaster or even like uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, which the issue but, that you run into with Haunted or with Haunted Mansion, the issue that you run into with Space Mountain versus Rock and Roller Coaster is you have two cars running on Space Mountain. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you'd have you can't sight lines are are tough on that one. Exactly. Um, but what I was going to say is you could do it audio. You know, at least it. I, I can't remember what the speaker setup in Walt Disney World is, but I know at Disneyland those speakers are in the headrest, and so you could do. You know, if the movie has some sort of audio component, a recognizable audio component, you could easily at Disneyland at least do something with that yeah i i don't know it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see that but quite honestly all that i'm leaving this conversation with is i really want a tiki room movie yeah that would be pretty good it i don't know i'm afraid it would be like one of those you know animal movies but i think a i think an animated tiki room movie would be really good yeah yeah no not i don't really want the the uncanny valley jungle book which I don't, I'm not even saying the the live action Jungle Book was a bad movie, but I just mm, I I don't really want that for the Tiki Room. But yes, animated I think would be would be a great a great movie. So there you go, Disney. Just give us let's let's put the kibosh on that. And let's go with the animated. Or you know what? Even I I still have hopes for the Haunted Mansion reboot. Yeah, I think I think if they go if they make a reboot of the Haunted Mansion, if they lean into a more PG thirteen rating and make it scary then yeah i think that would be really good but i don't think you can make a haunted mansion movie that's funny i just don't i don't feel like that that attraction plays into that as well as like an actually like not i don't know but yeah more of a scary thrilling type movie i think would be better yeah it would be it, it's it's just difficult to ride so first of all we know that disney wants to do the family friendly thing and 
to get too scary is harder. Though I will say that you would have a better chance now just because like societal norms for that are different than they were when the first Haunted Mansion movie came out. Like definitely what is what is, you know, seen as okay for, you know, your your standard family movie to have as far as the scariness, I think has increased um since that first one came out but i that that attraction is so weird in that you know that mishmash of scary and funny and i think that to be ultimately to to be really successful or to and and not success like you can make a lot of money without it but to be successful in what i want to see which is what everyone should aspire to be is what brad considers successful uh to be successful <laughs> you would need to find some way to to reflect that you know that balance the attraction has yeah even well, even when it's unbalanced i wouldn't even say it's funny it's silly and that's the problem with making a movie uh yes that's very true is it's you have like genuinely disturbing subject matter in haunted mansion but also a lot of very silly subject matter and making a movie like that is tough that's 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 fair. Hey, Jeremy, how about we just do away with all this and let's give Steve Gutenberg another crack at Tower of Terror? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. Bye.